Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino, a very special guest on the show today. Her name is Casey Wilson. A true icon. Now, many of you might know Casey from the Bitch Sesh podcast that she co-hosts with the hilarious Danielle Schneider. If you don't already listen to Bitch Sesh, go subscribe. They do Bravo recaps once a week. So, so funny. So great. Casey's also an actress, a writer, and now a director. She co-wrote the movie Bride Wars with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. They star in it. She was on SNL. She was in Gone Girl. She was in one of my all-time favorite sitcoms, Happy Endings, which is currently streaming on Hulu. Go watch it. She's in the new Netflix movie, Always Be My Maybe. And finally, she's on the Showtime show Black Monday, which just got picked up for a second season. She co-stars with Regina Hall, Don Cheadle, Andrew Reynolds. So, so good. Casey came over a couple days ago to talk all things Bravo. So we talked a lot of Bravo. Then we talked a little bit about her career. And then we talked more Bravo. So I hope you enjoy my chat with her. We, all, we dove into last week's episode of The Real House of New York, one of the best episodes of all time. We talked Southern Charm. We also talked about the Megan King Edmonds news that broke the day that Casey came over. Now, I just want to say up front that when that news came out, there was a voicemail that came out that was allegedly Megan King Edmonds. But now they're saying it's not her. That was like a made-up voicemail or something. So I don't know, but we talk about that. So I hope you enjoy my chat. Before I play the interview, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Again, patreon.com slash everything iconic. If you click become a patron and you donate $4 more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. I'm doing one a month, but more importantly, the money just helps to support this show. So thank you to everyone who's over there. I just did a Hills recap of season one, episode one of the MTV show. And wow, Elsie, wow. The rest is still unwritten, but that episode is over on Patreon. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, what else? I want to play my interview. Oh, oh, I got to save the t-shirts. If you want one of the Everything Iconic t-shirts, go to everythingiconic.threadless.com. We have Wow Bethany Wow t-shirts, and we also have t-shirts that have like all of these Bravo quotes, like iconic Bravo quotes on them. I thought they'd be great for like BravoCon if anyone's going, but those just went up over there, and I'm like obsessed with them. So they have all sorts of Bravo quotes, not just Housewives. So go look at those. All the links are in the episode description if you ever want any of the links. So without further ado... I'm going to play my interview with the wonderful Casey Wilson. I was so excited she would come chat with me. So please enjoy my chat with Casey Wilson. Casey, how are you doing? I'm so happy to be here. I'm so thrilled you're here. You know I love you so, so much. You co-host a Bravo podcast, Bitch Sesh, which is amazing. Um, I love you and Danielle so, so much. And I think I told you this last time, I was at your very first live show, and I swear it was like a rock concert. It was like the best (laughs) live thing I've ever been to in my life. Being surrounded by Bravo lovers is just so much fun. It's so much fun. Someone said our live shows are like Trump rallies, and they are for Bravo fans. Like, (laughs) thank you for saying that. It's I don't take this credit on myself. Like, we just did a show where we watched New York together with like 200 people. When I tell you that's how these shows are meant to be watched. 
nothing but just it's like watching your crazy aunts like your crazy family with all your other family members and we just know them so well we know them so we're just screaming with laughter Yelling at the screen. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, I want to talk about your career. I want to talk about Black Monday. I just finished binging it. I loved it. Um, but before I do, I want to talk about Bravo. We just watched the Feeling Giovanni video. <sighs> what do you make of <laughs> <laughs> you were You mentioned a lot of sitting. She's seated 99% of the time. She's, she looks very tired, but she's moving her upper half a bit. Yeah, she's doing a lot of hand or arm choreography. A lot of arm choreography. A lot of the same arm choreography. Yes. And Rena's there, but Rena doesn't seem interested in being there. Rena seems like, why did I say yes to this? I know that's my reflex to say yes to everything. And yet, why am I here? She took that paycheck and ran. There's only, I think, like two shots yeah, of Rena. Was there a paycheck? <laughs> Do you think she had to pay Giovanni for this? Oh, Giovanni is so up her ass. He made this like that YouTube video where he's feeling himself. I was surprised that little man that was wandering through with the bags wasn't Giovanni. That would have been right. nice if it was Giovanni. Right, right. The credits were weird at the end. It said a film by, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it credited Andy as Charlie, but they referenced Andy as Andy. So that was confusing. Sure. I know he was playing a Charlie role. Charlie esque role, yeah. But it seemed if it was a film, they should have credited him properly. And then in classic Luann fashion, it said special thanks. And normally like a whole thing rolls. <laughs> it was four people. Because she was just like, I don't need to thank anyone <laughs> for me. <laughs> what did you think of this week's episode of Roni? It was so amazing. I thought it was one of the best at all time. Like, I'll have to sit on it for a little yeah. while. But I truly believe it was like up there with the best. I'm still sitting with it. Yeah, and processing. I will say, and to speaking of Charlie, and uh, Andy had emailed Danielle and I and said, just hold on to your hats. This week is we're there. Like, we're not going to go higher than this. Like, we've arrived here. And I thought, really? Because we'd seen some pretty good episodes. And he said, the pop boils over. Boy, did it. It's just amazing. Isn't it amazing to watch? It's like, you think it can't keep climaxing? Like, it can't keep building? And then it does. But it can! Especially with New York. It just can. I know. Somebody had messaged me and they said, New York always peaks around episode 15, 16. (laughs) And it's so true. It's like last year's episode 15 or 16 was like the boat ride. It's like, there's always just this amazing... What a great observation. Right. It just like peaks. Yeah. Uh, And it's just so, so good. And there were just so many threads going on because it's like... It would have been an amazing episode if it was just that fight at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. But we if it all- was just the AA meeting <laughs> and what we're wearing that. to it. <laughs> if it was just Barb and the spray tan, I would have been satisfied. <laughs> yes. Poor Barb. I know. Can I just a very side Barb? Yeah. Side Barb? Side Barb. I have been an advocate of like, Barbara's got to get off the show, as I am about anyone who's fairly normal. Like, that may be fine for your life, but you don't belong here. But I did feel for Barb this week. I did too. When she was describing the camp, this is like a camp with six girls, and maybe it's because I went to Stage Door Manor camp and didn't have friends. But I started crying. <laughs> you were crying. <laughs> I did. I got tears in my eyes. Like, she's it a nice person. I know. You know, I got teary-eyed when Lou was at the dinner table, and she said, Barb, is my friend. And then she said, Barb was my friend. And then they showed Barbara's face and she looked devastated. I pre-ordered her book immediately. Wow. I would never go that far, but I, now Barb has a book you're saying? She has a book. What's it pre-ordered. called? It's called Heels of, Steels of Heels or something like that. Heels no. of Steel. I swear to God, it's fiction. Okay. But that, is that still like a construction reference? It's still a construction Great. reference. I believe there's like, the cover is a heel. And, um, and she's hammering it with like a big mask on No her. idea what it's about. I just felt bad for her. I was like, I'm pre-ordering this. We need to do a book club. I had no idea Barbara was a fictional. <laughs> the next E.L. James or J.K. Rowling. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think Barb belongs there. She's too normal. I want her out of there. I feel bad for her. It was I just devastating. Well, the funniest thing was that I did hear her point when she was just like, hey, guys, like, can we just talk? I just kind of feel like, you know, no one's like really asking me about me. They're like, yeah, negative. You're disgusting, Barb. Energy is everything. <laughs> Even- 
poor even, woman. Poor woman. And even Bethany was like going in on her, which I thought like Bethany was her advocate. And then all of a sudden Bethany's like, well, you're a negative asshole. 100%. <laughs> I was like, Bethany was like, listen, Barb, you're a fucking negative Debbie Downer bitch. She sucked the energy out of the room, you piece of shit. And I love when Bethany and Ramona get on a roll together. Me One too. of them was like energy. The other one's like, it's everything. Me too. I can't decide if I like Ramona and Bethany as friends better or when they're fighting better. Because I, when they're getting along, there's something about that dynamic where it's just, it doesn't seem like they would support each other. And then when they do, I get so excited. I think I like them better as friends. When Ramona was wiping tears away mm. during Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. Oh my God, what's happening? That's just, a, it's exciting. that's a <laughs> Rebethany. During Rebecca's meltdown. Rebethany is their when, new nickname when, too. when Bethany with those heaving rock hard bosom just exploding. Uh, it was so much to see. Did you think Bethany was doing soap opera acting? That's what I thought at yes! first. Yes! Yeah, oh my god, okay. Danny, the whole time I was like, wow, Rinna should watch this and like she's gonna like what she sees. It built as an actor and I am not, I could never play that scene. But that's a hard scene to play and she got ahead of herself too early. Mm-hmm. Like she, she heightened too quick and then realized like I'm not even there yet. She I didn't know, yeah. What I'm saying, my emotion's mm. not caught up with. So I'm in a spot here as an actor. Mm. I'm like, <gasps> trying to work myself up and it's not coming, not mm. coming, not coming. Tears weren't coming. And then by the end we got there, I believe because she was just like, when she kept saying what is happening, I feel like she was like, what's happening? I should have had real tears. <laughs> I need to do better. A little. Yes, that's what she's saying. And what was so great too is the rest of the table was all trying to do the same thing. Like Ramona was trying to get the tears out. Mm. Sonia, you could see in her face, she was like, I got to push out a tear. I got to pull focus. For some reason, I think Dorinda wasn't trying to pull focus. And I was trying Dorinda to read was into like that. wondering where John was. Like she was not <laughs> she there. She wasn't there, right? Yeah. I was thinking maybe Dorinda was just like, okay, I did the same exact thing with Lou last year in Cartagena. So she's like, let's let Lou fall with these other women. Right. And then I'll come out on top because everyone will realize like I was right last year. Right. And I'll kind of see if Lou's okay later. Sideline it. Now those metallic glasses. Those martini glasses. By the way, I've gone online looking for them. I have. I'm like, I need those. I felt like when Tinsley was holding hers, Tinsley appeared very beautiful to me in the whole scene. I love Every time we cut to her, I was like, gorgeous, sexy, yes. And just kind of popping in things like, because you are selfish. You're selfish. You're selfish. She was slurring a little bit. I'm sorry to back up, but quickly, Denny, were Tinsley and Bethany sleeping in bed together the entire trip? It seems like that on every vacation. Or are they getting in bed in the morning? I don't know, but I love the hangover work they're doing. Like, they're doing so much great. No one does better work in the morning than Bethany. Bethany is so good in the morning. And I've actually been upset because I've been thinking there seems to be a lot of footage that we're missing of them all wasted, that they're just sort of flashing back to a little bit. Mm. Some people told me that it's probably because of Bethany's court case with Jason. But her... her I don't know, though. They're like... like Be- Luann's in a court battle with her children, and they're showing yeah. her. Like, yeah. how could Bethany have that power? You're right. But even so, I'm not even minding it, because her hungover is just so funny. Yeah. Danielle, my partner in the podcast, was saying she loves a sleepy hungover Bethany, because she doesn't have her makeup on. She's just letting it all loose. But she also hasn't put on that, like, armor of, like, it's just... She does. She's sweeter. She's the exact same way as when she was pregnant. Do you watch her spin off? You know, Bethany ever after? Of course. Bethany, I don't, when she was pregnant, was Bethany getting married? Yeah. But she was so loose in her confessionals back then. It was like, really? I think it was because she was pregnant. She just had other things to worry about. She wasn't trying so hard to be funny. Yeah. So she was naturally more funny. And I think Portia was like that last, last oh, season. Oh, 100%. Like, it's just like, oh, I don't fucking care. Like, I'll just be loose in the confessionals. Yeah, because as crazy as Bethany went this last episode and she did, I've appreciated her easy breezy style this season just kind of like look yeah like i'm here i'm friends with sonia i'm making fun of everyone but i'm not like taking the reins Mm -hmm. 
as much as she has. And then, of course, tonight she's like, well, I have to be me. <laughs> she's got to do it. Yeah, and then she's me. making great TV. And they all are. It's like the best ensemble cast on TV. I truly believe. Like nothing. I, the, my only complaint would like, I would like someone else in there, maybe besides Barb. Of course. But I mean, we want her out. But I would like somebody else in there. But otherwise, it's like, I don't want them to get rid of anyone. There are all these rumors about maybe Ramona or Luann or what do you think? I don't think we can get rid of any of them. I think we need another, okay, hear me out, a version of a Carol, like a crazier mm, Carol, but agree. like a higher class woman to come into the mix. And mm-hmm. I'd love, I don't know who that is. I was thinking like Carol in scenes last season and all of her seasons, she would be in a scene with like Luann or, or Bethany and she would ask them questions. And mm. now they don't have anyone asking them questions. No, and so they're all getting in scenes and they're just like trying to do their own bits. And that's what Bethany's meltdown was about. And Barb's meltdown. No one's asking me questions. And I want to say, guys, ain't nobody going to. Like, <laughs> not with this group. Stop looking for that. Stop it's looking not, not going to find it here. And how great that they were just like entering with lobster pop tarts and shit at the table. What <laughs> in the fuck were those lobster pop tarts in toasters? In like smeg toasters or something? It was so confusing. And then also the restaurant patrons were just watching this whole fight go down. But some of them weren't. So I had to ask this because I did write this down, Danny. Some of them were just like not really looking when Bethany like was ramping up. But as I mentioned, the ramp up was out of 10. So are they being paid to sit there? I think a lot of times they hire extras because I think... Orange County, at some point, I saw like a notice where they were hiring extras, but I don't know that that happens in New York, but I would assume it's for all the franchises. Danielle and I wanted nothing more than to just be seated just quietly next to them. I'm not trying to steal focus. I just want to sit at a table next to them and just keep eating. And imagine if you just happened to be at that restaurant that night and it's like, Bethany was like outside of her seat. They weren't even yelling at the table. She was like running around the whole fucking restaurant. (laughs) She just, I've never seen her move that fast. I know, so good. It was like on Beverly Hills. I felt really weird when they went into that French restaurant this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like half empty, but it just seemed so depressing to me. And they were like, ooh. Then I thought it's because they're filming, right? Yeah. Yeah, they got to clear it out. Yeah. What do you make of Beverly Hills right now? Are you bored by it? I'm, I'm bored. bored. It's I'm boring. I'm so bored. I don't need to see them peeking out of like Chateau, like doing Brady Bunch style humor with one of them's out this window, one of them's out that one. What do you think they're thinking when they're watching New York? Like, do you think Rena's watching New York and being like, yes. wow, we have to step it up? 100%. Yeah. And that's why she agreed to Giovanni. She's like, fuck <laughs> I it. Gotta I got to align with them. <laughs> yes. Learn. She's like, I need to move to New York. Rinna is the only one at least pushing the envelope toward conflict. I agree. She's like, let's get it out in the open right now. Like that phrase, the one she keeps working with there is like, that's how What's... she's holding on. <laughs> <laughs> and Erica Jane, I used to like Erica Jane, but I feel like she doesn't want to play the game at all. She's just like, okay, I'm going to leave. She's like, given us all she's going to give us. Like the lemon has been squeezed and we can decide we're good with what we have or we can move on. What do you think about the LVP leaving? Do you care about LVP leaving? Are you upset about it? I'm feeling the absence of her personally, but I I don't know. I just find the whole show boring. Teddy is my personal just... <laughs> Your personal demon. <laughs> demon. Yeah, yeah. She's... <laughs> I'm rustling. I, she's Teddy. like one of those people I feel like is prob- is nice in real life, but she doesn't make a good housewife. See, it's I'm like going to stop you right there, Danny. I don't think she would be nice in real you don't life, think actually. Good. I'm sure she's very normal, but I could see her being kind of in her small world, kind of cold and rude. And then when you pull back against these monsters, she does seem nice. So she's both boring and I think not nice in life. Wow. You know, my biggest problem with Teddy is that we haven't seen Meg Ryan, not a glimpse. 
or even heard about her. Not Bring, even a glimpse. Give us what we need from you. Or Not get a glimpse. The fuck out. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Like if your mother-in-law is Meg Ryan, Queen Meg Ryan, Not Queen of the Rom-Com. Not even a word. Not even a word. Not even a, a reference. because Meg's like, I don't want to hang out with her. <laughs> Meg, do you think Meg, does, Meg feels I'm the same sure way you do? I'm sure Meg is just like, what's <laughs> happening that my daughter-in-law's on Real Housewives? Like that was a barrier between her and John Are they married yet? Sure. I don't know if they're married I yet. I think Maybe. this That's is standing like, in the way. Yes. This is like holding up everything. I just like, I need a Meg. Like show me a picture of you and Meg or something like Meg fucking Ryan. She's like my personal queen icon legend. Of like, course. Show of me course. Meg Ryan. And she's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. And it's just so, I mean, the whole, I'm not covering Beverly Hills regularly on my show, but it's just, I'm watching and I'm just like, how is this so I boring? I love that we say it and you say it too, covering. It's a weird. <laughs> covering, I'm not covering. I drew the line, Journalist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're like Brian Williams and you're not, you're going to lie about I'm every single gonna... thing you've seen. <laughs> I thought we were starting off the season with a bang. Like I thought we were going to have the most amazing season. It started off, that first episode was amazing. See, Lisa's getting the last laugh because the show happens to be boring. It's like, it, she wants it to kind of feel her absence. Do you think the answer is bringing old people back or new people in? New people in. Who do you think would be good? Like, do you think an I actor think Kathy type? will be good? Kathy would be. Great. I'd love to see more actors. I mean, getting Lisa on there. What about like a what's um Nicolette Sheridan? I was just gonna say Nicolette Sheridan. We need her a Terry Hatcher. Oh, Terry Terry's, Hatcher. I think Terry could be a wild card because I watch her YouTube channel, which is crazy. She does interviews with people in her van. <laughs> on the kidding. beach I swear to god you have to watch it You're she kidding. has two different types of videos she does I don't know if she still does it but one day I like binged a bunch of her YouTube two different types of videos one is where she invites people into her van strangers off the street she invites them in oh, she either does like I think one she did like a psychic reading with them like very crazy stuff okay and then the other is a, is a cooking channel where she cooks with sometimes her daughter and then in the cooking videos <laughs> There's like little sketches sometimes. So like mm. I remember there was this one where she was like, I don't know, she put the bread in the oven or whatever. And then the camera cut to her in the bathtub reading a book with a glass of wine. So like, <laughs> she's doing like sketch comedy. Yeah. And then van work. Terry Hatcher is perfect. Like Danny. crazy. And, yeah. And I've heard, story, you know, we've heard stories from Desperate Housewives. Like I feel like one of them would be great. Oh, we'd get a lot about Felicity. We would get it all. Mm-hmm. What like about, it. could we ever get a highbrow person like a Melanie Griffith? I don't think anymore we can. I don't know if anymore. Right. We, but, you know, Pamela Anderson, I don't know, not that she's highbrow, but Pamela Anderson is going to be on the New Hills, you know, because her, her son is like one of the main cast members. See, that's what we need is to rope in someone whose kid needs a modeling job or whose kid needs an acting. That's the way to those women's hearts. You're right. I think. I'd like to see Dina Lohan on Jersey. Mm, that would be good. That would be good. I feel like she'd fit in there. Do you think Jersey needs a shakeup? Margaret was so great last season. I love Margaret. Yeah, she's amazing. I, I was very happy with what Jersey gave me this year. Me too. I loved it. Very happy. You know, all the, the reports about what happened on set this season, the upcoming one, it seems like it's going to be insane. Very excited about Why? it. Why? There was just like a lot of fights. I think Danielle Staub is like fired partway through or something or, or quits or there's like something dramatic that happens with I'm Danielle. I'm so happy. I know. It's going to be good. Okay. I'm, but they I'm don't excited. have anyone new. Yeah, Beverly Hills, I think they need to take a real long look in the mirror. Same with OC. I was so upset by OC last year. And they brought everyone back. They brought That's Gina back. But like, did what the fuck do I need people? to see the casita? They brought, there's I don't want one... that little fucking casita. She's a little Gina's casita. Gina's my demon. Like, if you, <laughs> yeah, Gina's, Gina's yours. Gina's like my okay. personal demon. Like, I you hate, don't like her hats? I don't like the hat she's doing. I don't like that accent. She always you, sounds like she's got fucking peanut butter in her mouth. Ugh. 
And I want to say, and I've said it before, but I need to say it again. I see my own kids at home. I don't want to see yours. The Housewives for me isn't like watching like a screaming kids and a mom. Like bring me wish fulfillment. <laughs> wish fulfillment. Get in your fucking casita and get your kids out. On Orange County, it's like that was the franchise that started it all. And the whole point of it was like a look behind the gates of Coda de Casa, like this wealthy community. And now we're seeing this woman on the brink of divorce in a casita. Like it was like, <laughs> like what are we watching? Like we've come so far. the brink far. of ruin. And yet, much like America, and yet we've come nowhere. We've come nowhere. Yeah. I was like, what? And they invited her back. I just could not believe it. I wouldn't mind Heather coming back now. Me I can't too. believe I'm me saying too. it, but we no, need the I money. I felt the exact same way. We need the money. I want to see the house, even though she's doing the tours on YouTube. But she's doing such small tours. I think she's holding it back in her own fucked up head to be like, they're going to ask me back and they'll get the house. I want her back. And I hated her, Casey. Like, Hate I hated her. her. But I felt like when she left, now, I that's heard when tell the show that went she down. was one of the worst housewives. I've heard that too. That has ever walked God's green earth. I know someone who worked on Tamara's wedding special. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't know, but I love How this that person. Was a thing. Yeah. And um, I heard the, the same thing that Heather Laguna. was just the biggest nightmare. And I think she was in like probably a couple scenes. Well, on she that was a bridesmaid. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, did you hear the Megan King Edmonds news? Wait, what? No. Jim Edmonds was cheating on Megan with a woman. And I had to raise my brows. <laughs> and there was like a, first of all, he was like, the text messages were let out online. No, when? Today? To God, just today. Oh my gosh, how am I behind on this? Um, the text messages were released. Okay. There was a masturbation video that he sent this woman, who this woman apparently is like, uh, in the Major League Baseball, she's like a madame or something, like amongst baseball players or something like that. A madame? Um, that's what she's called, like the MLB madame or something. I don't know what if that's is her that? <laughs> I don't know if that's her screen name. Like she's a prostitute to players? Also, I'm not sure if I'm making this up now about the madame. I think it was like her screen name or something. I think you'd bring that to your own head. You know, some, yeah. sometimes stuff yeah. just comes on yeah. and you're like, did I make that up? Yeah. Anyway, I think it was like maybe her screen name or social media name or something. And she released the text messages via one of those no. websites. There was a masturbation video that's no. blurred so you can't see no. it. But the masturbation video he sent the day she had, the day Megan gave birth to the twins. Like it was sent that You're, day. No. I swear to God. No. I swear to God. No. And then Megan, wait, this is the best part. Megan. He's such a piece of this shit. Woman, Megan called the madame. Left the a voice, madame! Left a voicemail. Uh-oh. And the voicemail's online. What did it say? I don't remember. How did it was she not like, open with I this? Know, You're showing me we Giovanni videos. Giovanni. You're talking There's about like this a lot that? going on. I hope she <laughs> takes his candles and just burns him down with his <laughs> little candles. candle company. The candles. But now I'm like, maybe we need Megan back. Maybe we, I need to see what all of this plays out. I just don't know if Megan will give us enough of what we want from this situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with Jim. I don't know if it's revealed yet, but they're still together. But th- he sent the masturbation video the day she gave birth to twins, and the whole time he was- Well, sick- she probably didn't know that till today. Right, right. And what woman wants to watch a man masturbate? It's like the last thing I want to watch. <laughs> but I, um, I agree with you that Heather should come back. I would like that. What do you make of Southern Charm right now? You're watching Southern Charm. So I'm watching it. We have so much Bravo to cover with you. I know. I think it's really boring. But mm. then my sister-in-law, who is an expert in this field, and brought me Love After Lockup. And- Shira, right? Yes. yes. Oh, she's your I biggest fan on our... She's been texting me all morning. She's so excited that I'm here. Oh my God, I love her. But she's like, she's just touched down on Southern Charm for the first time. So she's like, I'm living for it. I love it. And I'm like, but this is not the glory. You know, this is not the golden best. era. It's not their best. I'm enjoying it, but it's not their best. Yes, I mean, of course uh, I'm still watching. Especially like last season was just so good. And so I think good. they're missing that villain because they had nice. Ashley as the villain. We're missing Ashley. We're missing Ashley. It's Obviously just- nobody wants Thomas, but the two of them were giving us something to feast our eyes on. Here's the tough part for me with the drama that surrounded 
surrounds Catherine is it like they're all like where have you been you've been MIA which is normally like all, everything I love but because we're all we all know this like major custody battle and normally I don't give a fuck about their personal lives <laughs> that there's this like major custody battle hanging in the balance where Catherine to really be MIA I'm a little like what's happening right. Catherine is a very dark figure it's very dark and and Catherine also does the Erica Jane thing where she doesn't want to play the game of like other people are telling her that they're upset with her. And it's like, she's just shuts down. She's like, okay, I'm leaving. You're right. And it's like, we can't do that on reality. It worked when she was with Thomas. Cause she had so much going on in her personal life that we're like, okay with that. Yeah. But now we need her to get in the mix. I appreciate that. She and Whitney are sleeping together again. Wait, what, That's okay. beautiful. I think Whitney's having a midlife crisis. Have you noticed his language? It's what? more than midlife. That guy it's, is 65. <laughs> he's like saying a lot of like bros. He's, he's saying so a lot of like, embarrassing, but he's always in his, his face. He's done so much to it. What I want to say, and I actually met the Southern Charm producer once, and I hope he's listening. Please bring back the fucking theme song. I know. That's why I know. we're here. Casey, I've been saying the same and thing. if you don't understand the that. Where's the Bapadoos? Bapadoos. If you don't understand that, there's something wrong with you, and what? you don't know your show, and you don't know your audience. What's your, is that your favorite theme song? What's your favorite? Oh there's God. so many good theme songs you know, on Bravo. I, in our live show, I have done a slowed down version of it, and I a kind of smokier, yeah, just lounge cabaret, if you will. You have the range. Version of it. Thank you. And it's a great song. It's and so we've good. done a sp- Bed up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but the the main version. I love I, that. Song. But do you? I like the like improvise. I don't even know if it's improvised. It's like part of the whole song. But when they're doing that, like previously on, I love when they add like he's lazy, like oh, the he's regular Joe Blow. I love it. And I loved. Remember last year when the the, the uh, remember the first episode last year with the dramatic. They were all in slow mo. <laughs> the dramatic. And they were walking it was so in slow-mo. fucking dramatic. It's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! These like funny. nothing people walking slow mo like reservoir dogs, and it's all this like very serious. It's like uh, Thomas is up for sexual assault allegations, and it's like he's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird. Um... He's got style. <laughs> But also, like, there's so many other Bravo theme songs, like the Shaws of Sunset theme song. I oh, love. Oh, cut a lot of girls, cut a lot of checks. That's the life you're on Sunset. Rich and famous, I am success. <laughs> and then I also love the Married to Medicine theme song, which is just them naming the cast members. It's like now Paige and Dr. Jackie, Dr. Simone, <laughs> Dr. Heavenly, Mariah, and they always have to change it based on just who's roll the cast. call, roll Quad. call. <laughs> it like gets stuck in my head. It'll be like a week where I'm just saying like, now Paige and Dr. Jackie, Dr. <laughs> Simone. I, I, I like sometimes think it would be fun on, on Housewives. I know they do the taglines, but like I almost would like a theme song, you know? And for then, each city? For each city. And then maybe like still do the taglines, but you know how they- like, You don't like dun 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 dun. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's good. You're right. It's good. But I just think like maybe we can add some lyrics and then move the taglines. You know how they do when they go into the scenes and it's like, you know, Kyle Richards and she's like twirling. Yeah, yeah. It's like when we do that, like we go into their individual scenes, that could be maybe when they do their taglines. Oh, you hear it there. You hear it there so then they'd be spread out. I think you would just hear their taglines once, but maybe like, you know, like Denise's would be at the end of the episode. And then it would also like give us something to like be on the edge of our seats because especially Beverly Hills is so fucking boring. Yep. We'd be like, oh, a tagline. I hope when I watch again that Denise or Camille's, we find out later their tagline is like, I'm on fire or something about their houses burning down, but we don't know it. That'll be next season. Yeah. I'm excited for that reunion, though. I hear they all go in on Camille. And, um, but Lisa just doesn't show up. See, I don't I know, love when someone just doesn't either, show up. Either. It's not right. No, and she gave Adrian all that hard time. Do you remember like a yeah, few seasons? Yeah, I, I mean, do. Come on. What do you make of Vanderpump Rules? I love it. Yeah. It's the greatest. Do you think they need to... Sp- 
split off into two shows or do you think the oldies and the youngies the oldies and the youngies or do you think it's working out as i think it's working great quite nice do you yeah yeah i i like it i would be happy if they split off i would like an ogs cast okay so who are where's your division i would like the current cast to have that same show they have but then i would like a separate show that's like vanderpump rules the new class okay we need some diversity on that show right they're in west hollywood and there's not a single it's ridiculous it's like well, we had faith one. but then i think faith fortunately <laughs> but don't you feel like all of these shows need diversity it's like of course it's so weird to me that they're all so separate yeah. like atlanta's got an all-black cast it's and then very strange we're in new york and we don't have anyone of color yeah it's very very strange although it was revealed this week that erica jane's latina Okay. And then what she was, was like, that? yeah, I'm fucking Latina. I don't give a fuck. What was that? She was basically like, don't <laughs> care. <laughs> just came out of nowhere. The, the best was how shocked everyone was. And it was truly how shocked I was. But Teddy was like, no, you're no, you're kidding me. And she was like, yeah, I'm from El Salvador, bitch. <laughs> you're all just like, what? Do you remember when Luann Lu- 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 used to I talk bet that's sorry. Her. That's the executive problem. I was like, well, okay, we do have diversity. Well, where's Erica's, Erica's from El Salvador? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Erica, tell American. everyone you're from El Salvador. <laughs> They really do need something, though. Um, I've been calling for Cynthia to join New York. Cynthia Bailey. Well, when she moves to be yeah. with her guy. Isn't her guy in L- is her guy in LA or New York? Oh, shit. That I would like her New to York. join either one, though. Either one. Yeah, either, either one. one. I think that would be nice to mix it up. Why can't we have someone go on to another cast? I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Even like that woman from Ladies of London, like that show got canceled with Caroline Stansberry. Yep. And it's like she's in, I think, Beverly. I, I don't know if she's in New York or Beverly Hills. But I feel like, well, like let's get Dubai. her in there. Well, she so, was on so Million what, Dollar Casey? Listing. Let's get her in one of these shows. You're right. We need her in New York. In, in Beverly Hills. You're so yeah, right. We need someone in Beverly Hills no, that's going to spice things up. Is. Yeah, get Caroline in Beverly Hills. She's so fucking crazy. She was good. She was crazy. She I just watched TV. her Million Dollar Listing like in the middle of a desert putting on like a million dollar like <laughs> do you watch? Dinner. Do you watch the real estate? I don't watch the real estate shows. I do. I, I don't. I don't do. I draw the line. I, million Dollar Listing. What yeah. about those Texicanas or those? No. I saw the, the first two. What's it called? Texicanos uh, or Mexican Dynasties? Mexican Dynasty. Okay. I like that one. I do too. I just didn't stick with it. No, but but don't you feel like you don't want to stick with it because then they're going to cancel it on us? And then we'll be exactly. in another gallery girl situation. And, then and I cannot have that. Then we'll be with um, Long Island. <laughs> what was it? At Princesses of Long Prince Island. Of Long Island. Bring it back. I know that was so upsetting. Look, I know that was canceled. controversial. I feel I can say, having watched it with my Jewish husband, that he wants it back too. <laughs> it was good. And I know there were some sh- cries of anti-Semitism. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> These shows are holding up a light. And- you know what? But wait, where do you draw the line? Okay, this is an interesting conversation. So where do you draw the line? Because it's like some of these these people are all monsters. At what sure. point do you think like they need to get off TV? Or are we enabling, like Luann, are we enabling her by, I go to all, every one of her shows? <laughs> we're enabling her not, to, we are enabling her and we should be ashamed that we're enabling her to be a singer. Right. That's where we all need to tell her like, we will no longer speak to you or be friends with you if you continue singing. They need to demote her again. I agree. Like, still keep her around the exact same amount. Like, they did that one season. Or even season. less, like Camille style. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That like that one season they featured her. And then it was like, and she came back with a vengeance. But she was just a friend of. How much do you think they're making? I don't know. Did you see, speaking of Luann, there were these reports that she wanted $3.5 for the season. I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Luann, Luann has just gotten, she's feeling herself. That's what you yeah, said. She's like, feeling wow. Yeah, Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Bethany probably makes a lot. I'm sure Bethany makes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't Did know. Did you ever someone see, like well, it sounds like you didn't see Bethany and Frederick's real estate crossover. I watched every episode. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> so you do I said I draw the line, but I But now she fired episode. him as her realtor. Well, it's probably because the show's not coming back. I know. It was not a great show. Uh, I watched every episode and I, Wait, I hated every episode. Wait, you don't watch Flipping episode. Out? I watched Flipping Out. 
Okay, so you do. I don't even watch Flipping Out. I had to turn it off after the surrogate episode. You know, I go in and out with Flipping Out. I watched last season and I loved last season. But now Jenny's gone and it's like, I don't, Jenny's gone, Zuela's gone. I'm like, there's no way this show can work. Gage is gone. Who's going to rap about potty the potty i know where's the theme song speaking of yeah but what are we going to do with just jeff jeff is i find jeff very monstrous he's a monster and i find that like it's just going to be him and chaz uh Jean. <laughs> I what are we going to do and it's like jenny sort of balanced him out a little bit i think or zuela was like balancing him out but with just jeff there i'm like what are we going to do um do you watch below decks i don't go on the high seas i feel like you should get on board with the high seas because it's good it's, i got on board recently and i'm like this is the best fucking show that's what i heard i heard captain sandy is that her name captain, uh, captain sandy captain lee they're it's great tv and with those casts they like keep them turning over really quickly well much like the crew on a <laughs> ship right okay <laughs> right and so there's like a couple people that stick around or like come back but for the most part, it's like new people, and I feel like it keeps it so fresh. Like is every the boat big fresh. enough? Like, do you feel sick when you're watching? I feel it? very claustrophobic. Okay. Yeah, and there's like a lot of shots of them in those like little closet rooms that are very upsetting to see. Now, are there real people like being taken around on these boats, or are we really just kind of watching like casted cast pe- people at sea? Bull like take care of extras. You know, I don't know. Okay, but I'm we don't unclear. Care. Okay. But we don't care. Yeah. You know, it was just revealed that Captain Sandy had said that she doesn't <laughs> hire the crew. Which is unusual because Bravo hires the crew, then, which isn't a traditional boat. Right. So okay. Right now on Below Deck Med, there's this like very homophobic chef who like made these nachos. I mean, it was like sh- one of the most shocking things I've ever seen on TV. I mean, she made these like really embarrassing nachos. And then she said she doesn't want to see two men kiss, like a, a true <gasps> horrific monster. Okay, right. Like Ashley like, style. One, like even wor- probably even worse. And we've mm. only been with her two episodes, but she's definitely getting fired. So she's but got it's more like, to give. The poor captain had to like release a statement being like, Bravo hired her. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Yeah, it's like, it yeah, I'll jump through reality as you know it and tell you I had nothing to do with this. Casey, I know um, I could talk about. About Barbara, I could talk about Bravo for about Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> You're like we Kabobit. can talk about Barbara for no more. What did you seconds. make of her spray tan? Oh, Barbara. No, she's like a little. I mean, I was. Like How really... about when her very beautiful friend showed up last week and everyone was like, "Oh, you get you fucking Barbara." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you two, Ramon was like, "You two together." Any people you would want to bring back like from any of the franchises? Like, do you ever think like we need a Taylor Armstrong back? No, that got we need a Dana dark. Pam. Back. Well, Dana was my absolute favorite housewife of all time. The sunglasses when she lit her cigarette on a candle. On a candle, the vote of candle. It was just so beautiful. I, lo- I would love her back at any any time. Don't you think we need to check in with her once a season? Yeah, like, Give me one scene she? with her. Casey, we got to talk about some of your other projects. I just binged Black Monday. I loved it. Thank you for watching. No, I loved it. My boyfriend and I watched it. And it's coming back, right? It's coming back. It's Don Cheadle and Regina Hall, yeah, Queen Regina Hall, Queen Regina Hall, and Andrew Annals. Yeah, it's just a ridiculous kind of like hard jokes comedy, but there's kind of a mystery involved, and Paul Shears in it as well, and Horatio Sands. It's really great, and Regina Hall is amazing. Is everyone coming back next season? Like Don Cheetah, I want to know what's going on with everybody's coming back. And my friend Yasser Lester is in it; he's amazing. Everybody's back. Coming. What's it like working with Regina Hall? Because I love her so so much. Oh my god, I I can't. She's like one of the most underrated actresses of all time, right? And people are starting to wise up to how incredible she is. She's the funniest motherfucker. She's the nicest person. Every day, I try to get closer and closer to her. Sure. You know, some days I back away. 
because I don't want that for her. I don't want I don't want her to have to endure me like <laughs> sidling up every second and being like, well, it was Tiffany Haddish like on Girls Trip. Uh, I love her so much. She's so funny. Um, her as Brenda in the scary movie franchises, it, which is like not the movies aren't great, but like her role in those movies, it's like the best comedy ever. Like she's so fucking brilliant in those movies. She had a quote, if I may, that I think many of your listeners will appreciate. One day we were in the makeup trailer and a, a girlfriend of mine was in the trailer and she was saying like, I just can't find a guy and I, I'm looking for a guy and I go out on dates, but I don't know. I'm just like, I, I think I'm too picky, I, I, but I don't want to have sex with these guys. And Regina says simply, you are too picky. She says, do you know how many ugly guys I've been ass up for? <laughs> yes. And that's like... I love you her do so, it. so much. Yeah. And she was so amazing in Support the Girls, which was great. She's wonderful. I mean, in everything. Um, okay, I want to talk about Bride Wars. Oh, Bride please. Wars, you wrote it. I wrote it with June Diane Raphael. Did you know that it would become sort of like this, I mean, it's stuck around and it's a movie we love. It's on E! every second. It's on E! It's, you know, the, an, it's a dream e of mine would be on E! every second. Every time I'm at the gym, it's on the treadmill. <laughs> it's never not playing, apparently, at Dry Bar. I feel like at some point, Dry Bar, like, hooked into some deal with the Bridewars. So if you're getting your hair blown out. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were, it was a long time ago. Uh, it, it it turned out great. You know, obviously, like, I think June and I in a perfect world would want the comedy to be a bit harder. But at the same time, we love doing, like, a two-hander love story, really, between two girlfriends. And it was so fun. And what were the girls like working? Was Anne Hathaway, was she nice? Yes, so nice. And Kate Hudson hired us. We'd never written one thing. We'd never even written like a paragraph that we could put on a piece of paper. And we pitched Kate Hudson and she hired us and it was so cool to do that. And then Anne Hathaway came on and she was amazing. So nice. You guys also wrote Ask Backwards together, yes. which was phenomenal. Oh, um, gosh. Would you, you. Are you guys writing anything else together? We are. We're, we're always trying to kick things around. Jude and I have been writing together since we were at NYU, like, since we were, like, 17. And, yeah, we're working on a movie and with some other female comedians. And, yeah, just trying to get, get things going. Ask Backwards was so, like, Romy Michelle-esque, which I is know. Amazing. I know. I think so. Why do I, you say it like that? You say, I know, I know. Like, no, I think, like, we, it's pretty broad in a way that we love, and we love that comedy. And I do think there's something not to be, but, you know, like, I think when Will Ferrell does really broad comedy, it's much more easily. And and I think we wanted to put this movie out there that is, it's broad, which I think I don't know. It's been interesting. People either love it, love it, love it, or they react to it a bit. But I obviously love it. Why do you think that? Why do you think audiences are like? I that think with also women? we 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 weren't like so well known at all, and so it's like big characters kind of coming at you. You know, I think is like, oh wow. Um, I don't know. We we loved it. It's just about two completely delusional girls who build each other up in all the wrong ways. Like, you know, you want to have a girlfriend that's like, you look amazing in that, but they have gone spiraled, building each other up and they're <laughs> built it too high. Completely just yeah. depraved women. Yeah. Getting validation from the other one. So I love it. Do you find that men in the comedy world are, get more opportunities than women? I think, I think more opportunities to fail mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know. I do. But. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I hate when people are like, I think things are changing because I don't think they are, but yeah, Don't you feel like that conversation happens every couple of years and yeah. it's the same thing, but it's not moving forward at all? Yeah. And I think even more than like men, women, just like more diverse voices. Right. Are, it feels that way in the gay community too. I always think yeah. like right now we have Pose and Tales of the City on Netflix and it's like these LGBTQ stories 
And it's like, we have two of them. So we're supposed to be satisfied when it's, it's like, like, you got them. We gave them to you. Yeah. We get, you got two of them on the air right, right now. More than one, more than one, but yeah. like everything else on air is just a straight white male thing. Have you seen Tales from the City? Yeah. I love it. Not the, I never watched the original, but I'm in the middle of the new one. My girlfriend, Lauren Morelli is the showrunner on it. Oh my God. It's ama- It's so good. Laura Linney's so, so good in it. I love her so much. And it's truly like, it's, it's a big deal to be able to like see those stories on screen yes. because it's just like, we don't. We don't see it. And yeah. I feel that way. I, I'm always attracted to like female comedies. That's why I love Ass Backwards and Romy Michelle. And like, I I think women are funnier than men. I'd rather watch women. Oh. And I remember watching SNL as a kid. I took that I, as a compliment for all women. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I remember growing up and watching SNL. And I grew up in the time when it was like all the women, like Molly, Molly Shannon, Shannon. That's exactly when Anna I grew up. Sherry O'Terry. Yeah, and it was like, they were the stars of Me that too. show. That's who I was turning it on to watch for. Yeah. It was, so like I never I mean Will Ferrell was amazing and hilarious too but it was like I was tuning in to see Maya yeah. Rudolph well and I gotta say like right now the comedy I'm loving like uh, Shrill Insecure Pen15 mm, Fleabag Pen15 I mean come on I heard you talk about it it's, uh, isn't that the fucking greatest show of all time masterpiece have you brilliant. seen Fleabag season 2 I haven't watched season it's 2 yet but I love it's a masterpiece no season 1 very good season 2 I would literally have my mouth open crying laughing the entire time my husband and I watched it. I couldn't even get up off the couch. You know, I just heard Nancy Myers talking about it. And I was like, I got to get, I got to watch season two. Cause I love season one. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Now, where did you hear Nancy Myers talking about it? <laughs> you know, I follow I have a Google alert. Okay. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble with Nancy Myers once. <gasps> what happened? Tell me. Very briefly. Just remembering this. I've like blocked this out after, you know, one of her movies came out, the Meryl Streep one. It's complicated. Uh, it's complicated. Yeah. I did a funnier die video that I thought was very funny of like a mom sending all her family away for like to go get Christmas presents so that she could masturbate to the kitchens in like all her movies but i did make a mistake and like made it a little too graphic it could have just been like you know what i mean like it was too much and she called funnier die and had them take it down (gasps) oh my god i know what about that beautiful comedy? It needs to get out there. I know. You know what? Don't censor <laughs> Funny it. Funny I was like, absolutely. <laughs> there was just a weird interview with Mindy Kaling where, and Mindy had said she doesn't watch any Bravo or anything like that. And Nancy's like, I don't watch Bravo either. And then there was this whole discussion about the kitchens. And I, I don't know if she meant it this way, but like what came out was that she felt it was it was upsetting or, or it was upsetting that people are attracted to her kitchens. And it's like, that's amazing. <laughs> what? I'm sort of misquoting it. Everyone like, could look it up. She felt like we were focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then and don't make like, them so nice. The kitchens are so fucking nice. Yeah. What's your favorite? Ro- do you have a favorite rom-com? Do you like rom-coms? I do. I love them. God. I am- you've got males. My number one. You've got males. Great. Well, you're a Meg Ryan fan. We've established that. Did you see the rom-com that Amy Poehler, um, Paul Rudd did. Right. Um, yes, it's like a parody of when we came. It's so uh, when, uh, they came together. They came together. Right. It's really like all you've got. Really made me so laugh. Good. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have a favorite. God, I'm trying to think. When Harry Met Sally. Pretty. Oh well, Woman. when Harry Met Sally. Yeah, of course. It's a classic. Still, we need Meg Ryan. I know. Um, Happy Endings, one of my all-time favorite sitcoms. Do you get tired of people asking you if it'll ever be rebooted? <laughs> no, I'm just, I love it. I'm just surprised. What are it's the chances? Like, what are the, what's I the percentage? I feel like they've rebooted this smoothie, uh, but they're, that is in front of me and they're never rebooting Happy Endings. Like, they'll reboot anything. But Casey, like, why? What's holding it back? I think money and interest. <laughs> I'm very interested in it. I am too. Do you think there's any possibility? Like, is there a percentage of possibility that could happen either an episode, a movie, some sort I of I feel reading. like there's something, but I'm like, who? It's so funny. The fans are so rabid with love. It's so amazing. Or then people have never even heard of it, but truly rabid. And now that it's on Hulu, people are finding it more. 
I don't know. There's got to be some chance. But do you really want to see people? A hundred percent. I want to see. Okay. It. Even with the friends. Would you want to see I friends? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Well, there's all this talk because Jennifer Aniston has been in all these interviews recently, and she just she said she decided to start saying yes to the friends reunion. She said, "I'm going to just say yes," and I don't think she meant it. I think what she meant was like in every interview I do, people are asking me about it, so I'm just going to start saying yes. Now you would. Are you a? I, I love Aniston. her. Yeah, I'm a Jen. I'm a team Jen. Yeah, team Aniston. Yeah, me too. actually, that's like the biggest argument I have with my boyfriend is because he's team Jolie after all these years. <laughs> after all these, after all years. these years. Well, her body of work in the last three years. Like, is she going to do something? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with her. Uh, but Jennifer Aniston is saying that she'll do it. She'll do it. And I know it wouldn't be as good, but it could be good. But we could still watch it. Yeah, I would still watch it. Yeah. Enjoy it. I've seen every fucking episode of Fuller House. I'll watch a Friends revival. Okay, I've watched a lot of Fuller House. <laughs> Wait, you watched it too? Wow. Of course. I do have a niece who, like, when she comes over, but I get into it really readily. Like, she's like, hey, what should we? I'm like, Fuller House? I, should we watch Fuller House? I guess we should. Like, let's put on Fuller House. I truly believe that Andrea Barber, who plays Kimmy Gibbler, is one of the greatest Oh my God, actresses. Danny, you are just, like, speaking my dreams. So when I was little and I saw Andrea Barber, I didn't know how you got into the TV. I was like, there are kids in there. How are they getting in there? But I didn't think anything about it. But I was like, I would be Andrea Barber or, of course, Six from Blossom. Mm. And I was like, these fucking women are my life. Lisa Bonet, I knew, like, she's cooler than me. Like, I can't aspire to that. Right. But you were like, I could be Kimmy Gibbler. hundred percent. I thought I thought I could have been. I think she's so comedically brilliant. And she hasn't mm-hmm. acted in all the time in between. And she's in this horrible show. I mean, it's the worst show on TV, Fuller yep. House. But she's it's doing so such great though. work. I'm like, somebody needs to get I her know. a project because she's good. I know. I agree. She's good. But so I want a happy endings. Thank um, you. I think. Me too. What about that Billy Phillips pilot? That was another upsetting thing for the gays. We were upset you're a pilot. Busy? Busy Phillips. You I did said Billy Phillips. I was like, huh. I was like, I have done a lot of pilots. <laughs> <laughs> the gays were all upset. I was upset about it. What oh my God. You guys are so. So sweet to care about a pilot that no one has seen. No, but that's how we are. That's how we are as people. I know. It's so great. But can you leak it online? I feel like you guys something? like that work that no one's seen more than work that people have seen. I think the gay community, because we don't have a lot of LGBT stories, we are attracted to female stories. Yeah. And so when we hear that a female centric story did not go or come to light, we get upset about it. Oh, oh they, so that's, where that's it so is. wonderful. Um, are you directing now? I am. I just directed a, sh- well, no one loves to hear this, but a short film. <laughs> Wait, <what laughs> Audience is like, where could we get that? <laughs> What's that? Hey, what is That's it? That's my family is when I say podcast. I'm like, yeah, that? I know. Short film is even worse. So it's like a one person show. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. Do you want that to lead into directing Yes, TV I want to lead it into it being a feature about my dad and I when my mom died, but it's comedy called Daddy-O. And Michael McKeon played my dad. And I think it's really funny. Where can people, is it out? Well, I just finished it. So, and you know, short films don't really like come out as much as they go. away <laughs> but i'm gonna like enter it in festivals oh that's so but it was just to get to direct and because i Did will you say like it, though i directing? loved it i loved it and i hate when actors are like i'm gonna direct but i do but comedy i don't there's not a ton of female comedy directors i think and i do think women a lot of times have to sh- all my agents were like basically baldly saying like if you're a woman who wants to be a director you have to show something you can't just walk in and kind of like pitch your idea that's disgusting i know but i was like okay well i will uh i also think there's this weird pressure where like a guy that i was just you know the x-men movie the new x-men movie yeah it's like that guy he wrote x-men the last stand which was like known to be the worst of them now he was also involved in all of them and now he's directing the new one and he's directed like <laughs> yeah. all of these shitty movies that like were critically unacclaimed yeah. that didn't do that That's well. That's what I was saying. They get more chances. And it's like, why is he getting so many chances? But then like someone like Bonnie Hunt mm-hmm. directed Return to Me, which is like critically a 
claimed and then it's like she couldn't she was in director's jail yeah. or whatever they say more chances it's like you have one chance and you better you not have one chance up. to yeah. prove yourself and it's like that is so upsetting to me um have you ever like patty jenkins didn't direct for how many years i know or who was the one who the woman who did deep impact even Nancy Myers, um, she was saying the intern, she almost didn't make that because no one would give her money for Which it. Which is insane. And all of her fucking movies do well. And that movie did well. And she was in this interview here. I keep talking about her. <laughs> um, Seems like you I really her. love her. Um, I love her too. But in this interview, she was saying she doesn't think she'll do it. She doesn't want to do another one because it was so hard to get funding for the intern. It's like that movie did well. So Why is wrote it so Private Benjamin and my father of the bride. She wrote fucking father of the bride. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Martin Short is a genius. <laughs> okay. Um, bitch sesh. Have you ever thought about turning that into a TV show? Did you ever have meetings about turning it into a TV show? I'm sure we did. And we were going to do it. Um, with a network and then last minute we just felt like God do we want to do a talk show and not to be like the annoying person that's like I didn't want to have that amazing opportunity just truly like it just felt like it lives best as a podcast I'm always the person that's trying to turn like everything into something else and mm-hmm. we we're kind of like it's actually just fun as a fuck all and what I love about podcasts is nobody's editing you or sense you know giving you notes you know it's so fun yeah and you can and creative and, and fun yeah and you know I think we are actors. And I was like, I don't know if I want to get into the world of like recapping, like you Something entertainment. Per- yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah. just want to recap the things I care about, which is a very narrow window that you also care about. No, I know it's true. I mean, I, that Jerry O'Connell show, which I love Jerry O'Connell. He's, great, oh, he's but so wonderful. I was just thinking it would be so great if it was like you too. I mean, I, I feel like that show is just so misdirected. You like, need to do a show. Well, we should, we should all do a show, but like, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, but you're to the do... perfect person to oh, do it. Thank you. And I don't I, mean to say that like, Oh, I didn't want to do that, but you, but it's just like, you <laughs> like, are... I don't want to do it. You should do that. Yeah. Like I would never do that, but you would be great <laughs> yeah. at it. Um, I would love to do it, but I think that kind of format of show that Jerry did would be great. I just think it needed like female voices and like super fanboy voices. Well, yes, of course. We got to take a quick break here, but I want to come back and talk more Bravo. I have a lightning round that I want to do with you about all things Bravo. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s h o p i f y dot com slash everything iconic look the weather's getting warmer 
You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 300 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. All right. I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listing, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. I want to do a lightning round with you. So I'm just going to oh, mention some names. You okay. can talk about them as much as you want, but I'm okay. going to throw out a name and you just first thing that comes to mind, whatever okay. you want to say about them. I hate her. No, sorry. You haven't started yet. <laughs> yeah, it works out. <laughs> um, I'm just ridiculous trying to throw that leg. We needed it, but, <laughs> we needed it, was, but it, was, it came it at a cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Curtin. Lynn Curtin. Oh boy. You know, I bought her cuffs. I bought her cuffs. I, I bought two cuffs. They arrived very quickly. And, you know, that family, I think they're going through a hard time. But there's, she's still sending the cuffs one by one across America. Wow. She's doing the work. Uh, Vicki Gumbelson. Oh, boy. I mean, Vicky just posted the most amazing Instagram poll. Did you see this? It just was a picture of her from behind looking over a balcony. And the question was, should I televise my wedding? Yes or no? <laughs> She's one of those people where I go back and forth with them. Like, I don't know if I want less of her or more of her. But I feel like if they give me less of her, I'm going to be upset. But yeah. then, you know. She does need to turn it up a notch, though. Yeah. It's hard to watch like sanctimonious Vicky. Yeah. Uh, Reza. I love Reza. Love, 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 love. The footage of that guy. What's his name? What's his name? Um, Aren't these people great? They're the best. Wait, what's um, my favorite guy? Um, When you were on SNL, did you pitch a lot of, did you watch Housewives back then? 
Of course. Yes, I did pitch stuff. Um, we did like bachelor parodies and stuff, but I was always trying to pitch like, you know, all this. So yeah. They're like, please, we can't do another one. Please. God, what is Tommy? With Tommy. that footage of Tommy, like running through Reza's yard and running amok is the best footage I've ever seen. It's amazing. Uh, Leanne Locken. I love Leanne Locken. She's great. I love I know her. the Borscht who did it. At the round. At the round, he gets his dick sucked. hands. These hands. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> she's crazy. Like I love crazy. her. I love she's a crazy like a fox. Like crazy like yeah, a fox. Yeah, I love her. Uh, Kristen Doty. Oh, I, I'm not a Kristen yeah, fan. You're not. Uh, Lisa Renna. Love. Love, love, love. Karen Huger. Love. Uh, Karen Huger, I was thinking about when you were talking about Ramona and Vicky. Talk about madams. These are the grand doms. And attention must be paid. When Giselle said that Karen Huger was a broke down Tina Knowles, I was like, thank you. It's so, <laughs> so good. She is still selling. Or she, I don't even know if it's out yet, but that perfume, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck do you think that smells like? It's just. And she's got Huger home coming out, despite not having her own home. She's rolling out Huger home. <laughs> despite not having her. Mm-hmm. What were those rumors? She's like not living in the home. She's something. living in, a, they've given her a floor of a home to rent, apparently. Shannon Bedore. Fat Shannon. <laughs> no, I don't I'm only, have a core. <laughs> I'm only calling her to self-describe. She calls herself that. I love Shannon. I mean, she's so nuts. I love her. I was turning on her last season, but me too. Uh, Cindy Barshop. Oh God, Blast is that from, from the, the wax, waxing salon? Yeah, and the, the twins. Or was she of a <laughs> Cindy? I put in the same category with Barbara. Gotta go. Gotta go. Caroline Manso. I never was a Caroline fan. I just never was. Yeah, Marlo Hampton. I, oh God, I, I love what Marlo's bringing. It's so wrong and absurd, but she's dressed so well. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I like Marlo a lot and I like exactly how much Marlo they're giving us. They are very right. They cannot bump her up. Uh, Nene Leakes. I am obsessed with Nene. Nene to me is my favorite. She's my house. She's favorite housewife. One. Yes. Uh, Kim Richards. Oh, what a injured bird. <laughs> do you think she? it's too dark for her to come back? Do you think? I think it's too dark. I heard you probably read that Andy was like sitting down with Kathy Hilton. Oh yeah. 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 Now I asked him, I'm like, why was she never on? And he was just like, she doesn't have the same like spark. Those two have. Right. But it still From seems the, like in the get go. That's what I feel like is missing with the Kyle thing. Like Kyle to me is not interesting without the sister. And it's yeah. like Kyle. Oh wow. Kim, their dynamic was so great together. It was like so fucked up. I know. It's almost like Kyle's just like, Oh, a really normal, cool, nice person without the like baggage of her sister. Yeah. Like I, I, and I, Kyle seems like one of those nice people, but like without Kim, it's like, what are we doing here? She's just doing a bunch of hat work. Kim is, <laughs> Kim is very uh, like a shadow person. Mama D. Oh, love Mama D. Let hate her daughter. Deandra's you know, everything I hate. I hate a lot of them, but I really dislike Deandra. I dislike slash hate Deandra. Yeah. Shep. I, you know, I'm over Shep. Jax. <laughs> I don't. Jax is so wild. I don't even know what to say about Did it. You see that? The stuff about the pastor. Did you see that? No. Like they're the pastor that they hired to get married next season has like put out all of these very homophobic. I was going to say before you said, I was like, guaranteed they're homophobic as hell. Like, I bet Brittany's like, well, if people want to in West Hollywood, it's one thing. <laughs> yeah. It was like, he, there were all these statements and they came out a while back, but then they, I don't know, they sort of buried him. And then Andy had asked Brittany on Watch What Happens Live. And she just sort of like said, Oh, he's fine. Whatever. And then Buzzfeed, this woman, Laura Parker, she just did recently like did the real digging and like put out an article. And then Lisa Vanderpump had to respond. And like now, there's I think they're trying to back up and say that they're not using. Is this him. pastor from L.A. or from from Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sheree. 
Shiba Shirei. Shirei, I also find to be a shadow figure, which is just like, I mean, darkness lurking. Like, darkness that's hard for me to kind of mm-hmm. look at head on. <laughs> that's how I feel about Kim. Shirei is just a, a lot of darkness going on. Uh, Heather Thompson, my yummy tummy mm. mama. Hey, mama. Stop it. When people call me mama, I want to punch them in their face. It, I, <laughs> I loved it. Everything about it made me upset. Yeah, it was very cringy. Again, too normal. Yeah. It did make me really laugh when she was hysterically crying that one time. And she's like, you don't understand what we've been going through. We lost our nanny today. She's been with us for 27 years. <laughs> I think Heather is underrated. Like, I thought she gave okay. us some good moments. Um, I think if, I think you feel the same way about Eileen Davidson, right? What comes to mind when you think so about So I like Eileen. Danielle hates her so much and hates her jumpsuits mm-hmm. and her style and her, her home scares me. It yeah, feels very like very chaotic, chaotic. Yeah. Very chaotic. Like that dark Spanish style that makes me feel scared. But I think Brandy called it out at one point. She's yeah. Like, I want Eileen to get a Peloton. I want different things for her, but I actually think she's a really sweet, great person. <laughs> if you, uh, Countess Luann, we'll do her next. I don't like Luann. Yeah. I love her for the show and I love watching her, but I don't, she's a bad person, I think. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I don't think there's any, I don't think helping there's her any sort way. of self awareness either with her. None. Like, I think I her used to Her kids argue, are suing her. I know. I, and I'm I, sure I, mine will too. No, genuinely. I, well, but you think your kids are going to I can you, just see it. So I'm not it. putting myself above any of this, but she's just not a nice person. What was that story Bethany said where she was like running through a field in her negligee? I, I co- mean, wrote it down. Like, she said, yeah, you were running. I talked to your kids. You were running through the field in in a negligee. That was really tough. Very dark-sided. I was like, well, could she have run through the Giovanni video? She was like, I'm tired. (laughs) She's just tired from running through that field in a negligee. She couldn't do it in the Giovanni. But I do think, Bethany, you have to heighten that much to get through to Luann. She's so narcissistic. And for Bethany to be saying someone else is narcissistic. I know. It's it's a lot. I think Reggie Bennett was saying, I might be mixing this up, but that uh, Bethany, Luann reminds Bethany of Bethany's mom. And that's why they have like this weird dynamic. Yeah. Wow. Know. Much like uh, Luann is also apparently reminding Tinsley of her father. <laughs> right. That was an <laughs> that insane was a weird, kind scene. Of weird she was like, line. hey, I need to talk to you. You're reminding me of my dad. <laughs> you and he fell in that bush. I was thinking of my dad. <laughs> right. And it's like Tinsley's like, my dad was a horrible man. He wasn't there for us at all. And you remind me of him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great Tinsley. Tinsley feel it feels like she's stepping up this season. I'm really enjoying Tinsley. She's a I love her. I know. I will say a friend of mine met her with love Uh-oh. and and I love Tinsley. I love the work she's doing. I love her that but that like that bouncy energy that we see and kind of respond to, I think, it powers down when you, she's talking to you and like she's done with a sentence, it just powers down oh, no. and like she stares off and goes into darkness. Oh no. I think when she was crying and going, I'm miserable. I think that's her at her oh, core. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Wow, Bethany. Wow. Uh, if you were choosing, these are other pop culture questions. If you were choosing okay. People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, you can't choose your husband who's very sexy. Who would you choose? Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh Lord. Mario? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mario is very sexy. He's I find cute. him very sexy. He is cute. Um, God, Sexiest Man Alive. I don't even know. Like a Chris Hemsworth. Oh, you know who I would put? Who? This is a more niche answer. You haven't seen the hot priest from Fleabag yet. No, but I've heard. I've seen him. I know who he is. Now, I found out he was gay and I was devastated. Because even though I'm married, you're kind of like, maybe one day. I might leave. I might get a shot. Yeah. You know? Um, I feel like Matt Bomer is like one of those people where it's like, I would leave my boyfriend. Like, and it's just. It just you know, is we what re- it is. We would rekindle afterwards. But like, and I we would, pick up the, the pieces moment. later. Yeah. We yeah. A favorite Mariah Carey song. 
Oh, All I Want for Christmas is You. Classic. That's my um, karaoke song, no matter the season. Would you rather be able to drink only Skinny Girl Margarita for the rest of your <laughs> life or a Diet Coke for the rest of your life? Diet Coke. Yeah. Jessica Simpson or Ashley Simpson? Oh, gosh, Jessica. You know I love Jessica. Yeah, I do too. And I love her footwear. <laughs> the whole thing. Everything. Great. Everything is great. <laughs> uh, Anne Hathaway or Kate Hudson? Oh, God, both. Brittany or Christina? Oh, Christina. Cher or Madonna? Madonna. Will Sonia ever release a toaster oven? No. <laughs> Mary Shag Kill, Jason Hoppy, David Bador, and Joe Giudice. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't kill them all. <laughs> okay. Have sex with Joe Giudice. <laughs> kill. No, have sex with David Bador. Kill. Uh, kill Jason Hoppy, honestly. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And Joe would be in prison anyway. So exactly. He's deported. Yeah. What's next for Casey Wilson? Oh gosh! Anything else to plug? You have the podcast, which is the best I'm in a podcast ma- ever. A movie. I was a really small part. Always be my maybe on Netflix, and um, yeah, I'm just doing Black Monday again. I'm writing a book. You're doing a lot. When's the book come out? I don't know. I'm mid writing, and I'm like um, Stassi with her editors in those fake meetings when I think the book had like literally already been printed. Casey, I love you so much. Thank you for doing I the show. I love you. Thank you for having Thank you. We're me. I'm Thank so you happy by. to be here. People are so obsessed with you and your podcast. And you too. And I no. love your show. And being on your show, being a guest on your show was just so amazing because your fans are just like, obs- I mean, and I was a fan too, like obsessed with Bitch Sush. It's so amazing. They're so nice. And truly, yeah. if anyone could go to the live show, they have to go because it's the most fun. It's better than like, I felt the same way about Countess Luann's show in that you're surrounded by Bravo lovers, yeah. but it doesn't have the darkness of Luann being on stage. <laughs> like, like you're aware that sure. the people on stage are stable so yeah. it's like very comforting yeah i will say quickly we have a show actually june 26th at ucb where we're gonna watch new york i have to come to housewives those. Those please gonna, yeah, come, come. you can come. come do one with us and we just hold that. mics and yell out to the screen i would love that and then we would tape the podcast right after i would love that casey thank you so much and thank where can you. people find you on social media oh my gosh casey rose wilson love you bye Thank you all so much for listening. I could have chatted with Casey forever about Bravo. Truly so, so fun for me. And we'll be back later this week with a recap of Southern Charm after the episode airs. And keep in mind, The Real Houses of New York has moved to Thursday nights for the remainder of the season. So we're going to be splitting off those recaps. So after The Real Houses of New York episode airs, we'll have that recap out either Thursday night or Friday morning or whenever, whenever I'm able to get to it. So I love you all so much for listening. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. 
Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories so much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.